Well, here we are, Austin. After the crappy Pro Bowl last weekend and no actual fun football to watch, we're here now at the most fun, at the biggest game of the year, the championship, the Super Bowl, winner takes all, the highest stakes, and we're here and we're going to talk about it and we're going to pick it. And it's sad that we're already here at the Super Bowl, but we can't look ahead to the end of this week because we got this game. This game's going to be a lot of fun. It should be a great game and we're here to talk about it. So yeah, this is KNA Football. Austin, I'm not going to lie. Last week was really lame because you got football, football, football every single week, multiple games a week since September. And you get to last weekend and it's like the Pro Bowl, which me and you talked about on the last episode. Nobody cares about, nobody watches. It's really lame. And it's one thing that once you're done with the Super Bowl, once you're done with the season, you're like, okay, it is the off season. You're used to this. Like, it's the off season. You have a champion already. You have nothing to look forward to now until next season, which everyone's gearing up the off season. People are making moves. So you have that looking like you're looking at that. Last weekend, you have nothing. It's literally the Pro Bowl, and you have no champion. You have like, it's just it's just lame. It's just it was weird to explain. I was. Board. Like I was like, there needs to be the Super Bowl. Like there, I understand the two week break from the championship week to the Super Bowl, but I really like it. Doesn't make sense to me at the same time. I'm like, just put it like all week, all season long. You have game after game after game. Why all of a sudden is there just a break? Like you know, you ever think about that? Yeah. No. Yeah, I do think about that because I was like, man, like, what what, what am I doing with my weekend? <laughs> you know, like normally I spend my time watching football on Sundays or you know once. The playoffs come around and it sounds, on Saturdays it, right. too. It sounds really lame. It sounds like we got no lives. Like football's not on. Oh, we're bored. Like we I know, do. But, like, I have to we, like, schedule like my life around football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that it's is kind of like that, bro. It's kind of like that. Um, right. But like, yeah, I completely get what you're saying. Um, and like, I I also understand giving it the two week break because it's like, yeah, you know, you want the teams to be as prepared as they possibly can be yeah. to play the best game of football that they can, give everyone time to recover. So I get it. Um, but it's no time to dwell in the past because the Super Bowl is right in front of us. The biggest game of the year, the biggest sporting event, other than, of course, my favorite, the World Cup. But that's beside the point. Let's get in to our Super Bowl pickums. This week's K&A pickums. So first on the agenda for us here, Caden, is we have decided that we are going to take you viewers on a trip a journey a journey if you will uh we're going to take you through our analysis of the chiefs team as a whole the eagles team as a whole and then the coaches and then finally make our pick for who we each think will win the 2022 season 2020-23 super bowl mm -hmm. highly recommend if you're listening on anywhere Highly recommend going to the YouTube. Debbie has spent a stupid, a, a stupid amount of time. I will say, a, stu a stupid amount of time on the slides behind us, and they are very good. Going in, like well, while we talk, there are gonna be nice graphics behind us. Highly recommend you go show the love to the YouTube. Listen on Spotify too. Maybe do both, but but yeah. definitely tune in to see these graphics. Oh, for sure. If you're gonna pick one, probably I would. I'd lean yes. more uh, to the YouTube on this episode for and sure. Really quick, we didn't mention this before, but you can see all of these amazing graphics on the fantastic TV behind us that was given to us by the Jeremiah Hirschberger. Shout out to you, Maya. All right, so first up is Patrick Mahomes, obviously the game changer. Um, in my opinion, if I had to rank the top three best quarterbacks in the NFL, I would go number one. Patrick Mahomes, number two, Patrick Mahomes on one leg, and number three, probably Joe Burrow. So obviously, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is the man. He is the best. He broke the record for NFL like yards in total for a year. He broke that record. Drew Brees held that before. Patrick Mahomes broke it. He's obviously, the, in our opinions, the clear-cut candidate for MVP. Um, 
He won the Super Bowl before. Um, I think that he's a real game changer. Passed for over 5,000 yards this season on only 12 interceptions, which is considerably less than Dak Prescott. Considerably <laughs> less than Dak Prescott, yeah. In the uh, in the AFC Championship game, we know that he was really... Uh, what's the word? He was... He was hurt. <laughs> yeah, he was hurt. He had an ankle sprain. And uh, it didn't seem to affect him too bad. I mean, obviously, no. it does affect his whole... One of the things that makes Mahomes Mahomes is his ability to just run around. We've said it, I think, like eight times this season. Like, he'd just run around, literally do like 360s uh, behind the line of scrimmage and then throw it like behind the back, 360, upside down, pass. Like For 50, 75 50, yards. Yeah, yeah. Like 50 yards down the field. And that's just what like one of the things that makes him so good. And obviously, with a sprained ankle, it's hard to run and it's hard to move. But when the game came down to the very end, he said, screw it. I'm going to suck up this pain. I am Patrick Mahomes. I'm making $500 million over the span of 10 years. I am the greatest player in the league. A little ankle sprain isn't going to keep me from going to the Super Bowl. And he sprinted, got that first down, drew the penalty, resulting in the game-winning field goal. So, obviously, two weeks off, like we talked about, it does help them get the full rest, which Mm -hmm. the two weeks definitely helped Mahomes. I'm sure he's all the way, if not very close to being fully uh, right, fully good to go. Yeah, I'm sure his ankle will still be taped just as a precautionary yeah, measure. Yeah, he'll still but... be under so many painkillers, but <laughs> and, and the adrenaline of all games would get make the pain go away. But of the Super Bowl of all games, I mean, come on, you're playing good, that for sure. right? But yeah, he's the undisputed best player in the league. I don't think it's much much of a discussion. He's been here before. This is his third Super Bowl. He won the first one with or against the uh, 49ers on that nice comeback. Yep. And then he lost the kind of a blowout Super Bowl to the Bucks back when his offensive line, man, was hot. Was garbage. a joke. But it's going to be really interesting to see how he does in this game. We've seen him yes. twice before, so he's definitely got he's got experience. experience. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Next up on the agenda to talk about here, if you'll direct everyone's attention to the slide, is the Chiefs' offense, specifically the their receivers. wide receiver core. Uh, Obviously, like I had said, Patrick Mahomes passed for over 5,000 yards this year, which, in case you don't know how passing works, that means that his receivers have caught over 5,000 passing yards this year. Um, Notably, in the AFC Championship game, realistically, all of his guys were gone. Yeah. I mean, Kadarius Toney was hurt. Shocker. (laughs) Every (laughs) game, man. Juju was hurt. Uh like literally every single person except for Isaiah McKinnon was, or no, uh, Scantley. Oh, Mark has about a Scantley. Yeah, his yeah, name yeah, is yeah. too long for me to ever remember. <laughs> I I don't even try anymore. Uh, everyone other than Scantley was injured and not playing for the last part of this game, but yet he still made it work without them. Um, that's not to say that I don't think that they're going to play a huge role. Obviously, they should with this two week break be healthy, back at it, and. You know, with it being the Super Bowl, probably suck it up even if they do get hurt and try to play through it because this is the biggest game of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the Chiefs receiving core is going to be very uh, helpful to have back. Uh, the regular season, the Chiefs offense was ranked sixth in the league. I mean, that's for a reason, and that's obviously because of your quarterback and the receivers you were able to acquire. Yeah. I mean, unlike Mahomes, none of these guys have played in the Super Bowl before. Right. I mean, back... The other Chiefs uh, Super Bowl runs, they had Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. He's still on the team, but he is a tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Juju, he was with the Steelers. He never went to a Super Bowl. Valdez Scantling was with the Packers. He never went to a Super Bowl. Uh, Kadarius Tony was with the Giants. They never really even got close. I mean, all these guys, in this season, they traded away, or over the offseason, they traded away Tyreek Hill, and everyone's like, oh, we're about to see Mahomes like take a huge step down. We're going to about to see Mahomes he was kind of made by Tyree kill. Like he was got lucky because Tyree kill was so fast. He could just throw it up to Tyree kill and he could outrun everyone and get it and then run for a touchdown. You, I'm not dogging on you here, but you did say, uh, I don't know if it was on the podcast or just to me. I think it was on the podcast. Yeah. Like something along the lines of like Mahomes is going to take a huge step back. I, I'm expecting a big regression. Tyreek Hill made him. I mean, he's still a good player, but he's not yeah. the best. And clearly we were wrong. Very clearly. I mean, he passed, he, put up more yards than anyone has right. ever put up in a season ever. So, I mean, if you're looking at this receiving core and you're like this receiving core 
with a quarterback who we don't know is in the Super Bowl, you're like, what? Like, they're good, but they're not like... Right. There's no real notable names right. on this like, list. The Eagles, we'll look at later, they have a really good receiving core. This receiving core is like it's a bunch of mid-tier average guys. But then they step up in big moments. I mean, we talked about it last week, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yes. The name we love <laughs> saying. Uh, just huge, you. Just you. huge game last week. Literally, like, single-handedly helped them win that game. He yeah. had over 100 yards. He, with, with all the receivers out, he stepped up and played like the receiver that I was expecting him and hoping to him to play like this season. But I'm expecting another big game out of one of these receivers. I think they'll all do pretty decent, but I'm still expecting one of them to take take the lead role, kind of like Valdez Scantling did last week, yeah. and really be the difference maker for them. Obviously, you're going to have Kelsey, Obviously. and Mahomes can do it on the ground, and so can their running backs, but one of these receivers has to step up and be that guy. Yes, I completely agree. All right, next up here, Debbie, what else are we talking about? Maybe. Here these we go. Graphics. Oh, the Chiefs defense now i said it last week pretty sure i said it the week before um you know i'd said it when the uh, Bengals played the bills this chief's defense is not very good so i mean yeah they're ranked 19th i, I think that's 19th it might be better than that it is. Hold on. Yeah, nineteenth. It is nineteenth. Yeah. Okay, I was right. Look at you. Yeah. Go with your instincts. Yeah. So, Chiefs have the nineteenth ranked defense, and there's only thirty-two teams in the league, so that's not particularly fantastic. They did step up, and my they did really step up last week against the Bengals, which is you know that's what you have to do. And realistically, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter where you're ranked for the regular season. What really matters is the plays that you make in the game. And it doesn't matter what happened before this game. This is the game. If you're going to step up and you're going to make the plays, that's what matters. It's all about winning. Um, but that is to say, I don't feel like their defense can really stop a super high-powered offense two games in a row. I mean, yeah, last game, early in the game, you saw four very early sacks against the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Great defense, but also the Bengals' um, offensive line is terrible i mean that's pretty much all there is to it but then the rest of the game no sacks like how are you not going to maintain sure the Bengals made adjustments and started throwing screens and getting the ball to burrow's hands quicker but you think they'd be able to get more pressure if it's happening all game i mean they did hold them to not too many points i mean it was a good it was a mid-tier scoring yeah but yeah. i mean it, their defense is suspect at times it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, earlier in the season, and it was just a regular season, but against the Texans, there was a couple weeks stretch where they were giving up so many points, and it's like, man, Mahomes has to just, I mean, we know he can do it because it's Mahomes, but he just has to completely outscore whoever he's playing every game. I mean, that's how you win football games is by outscoring them, if you didn't know. But you didn't like, know. it's like a lot, he needs to score a lot of points to get this team to win because their defense can't stop anyone. I yeah. think they have gotten better as the season's gone on, but they still are a question mark. It's definitely nowhere near an elite level defense like the Eagles have. Yeah. Completely agree with you there. Yeah. Um, hopefully they make they step up and make the plays that are necessary, but you know, who knows? Probably good. It's okay, Debbie. We're not mad. You got these these graphics behind us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Uh before we move on into the Eagles section, I want you all Take a quick moment and check out our friends at KNF Construction. My note card's upside down. KNF Construction has been serving the Northeast Ohio community for over 16 years, specializing in composite decks. KNF Construction takes the time and effort to provide the service and product you deserve for your home. You can call KNF Construction today at 330-575-2465 for a free estimate. Again, that's 330-575-2465. You can also visit kfdex.com, which is linked in the description. KNF Construction, let us build your dream backyard. Yeah, so now we're going to jump to the Eagles side of things. We talked about the Chiefs, and we'll still have more players to talk about. Obviously, we have left some big players out, which we know. We're, we're be it. <laughs> Don't worry, we know we're not done. We know what we're doing. 
so we are so whatever um so we tell ourselves yeah, yeah, yeah that's what i was trying to say um so we got the eagles now obviously they're they're also mvp candidate uh uh, Mahomes and Jalen Hurts this season have been kind of 1A, 1B for quarterbacks. You can put Burrow in that mix. At times, you could have put Josh Allen in that mix. Yeah. He has been phenomenal. His ability to run, his ability to pass, his ability to go deep and hit all his receivers that he's got, it's phenomenal. I mean, he last season, the Eagles made the playoffs, and a lot of Eagles fans were saying, oh, we need an upgraded quarterback to be good. I, for one, I mean, we didn't have a podcast last season, so I can't really, you might not trust me, but I promise I'm not lying on this. I'm not just like making this up. I, I was, I really liked Jalen Hurts. I said, I'm like, I think this guy, I didn't pre- expect this kind of growth. I didn't expect maybe like MVP candidate Super Bowl in a year, but I'm like, this guy can definitely be the franchise guy. And he's proven that this year. He can, he, he completely messes up a defense because if, if you want to keen on an, keen in on him running he can throw deep on you if you want to keen in on the pass he'll just run for every yard on you i mean yeah. he's a really big he's a game changer when he missed this year they went zero and two yep yeah i mean he is a game changer obviously when you think of the award most valuable player it's not most valuable player in the league because that's way broad it's who's the most valuable player to their individual team obviously we both think that mahomes will be that guy i mean you don't pass for that many yards and not win it. But like you said, Hurts missing two games. They go 0 for 2 in those games. He arguably would be the most valuable player on that Eagles roster. Um, He did very well this season. He had almost 4,000 yards passing. Uh, and he only threw six interceptions, which is six less than Mahomes threw. Very impressive to only throw six interceptions in an NFL season. Yeah. And now another part that just makes the Eagles so scary is who he's throwing the ball to, which exactly. I think ah you like that, uh, Debbie. That's when you flush it. My bad for that. <laughs> it's all right. Um, there we go. The Eagles receivers a lot different than Kansas City's receivers. These are all elite level receivers. AJ Brown, who they acquired on draft night last year in a trade, mm-hmm. has been. Huge difference maker. Yeah. I mean, he completely changed that offense. A huge part of Jalen Hurts' growth. I mean, he has been one of the best receivers in football. He's an insane deep threat. He gets yards after catch. He's huge. He's hard to tackle. He catches everything. I mean, he is that guy. And then they on the other side, they got a couple like 2021s, Heisman, I think. Devontae Smith was a first-round pick, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still a very solid receiver. Could be a low-end wide receiver one for some teams or a very high-end wide receiver two, kind of like T. Higgins. Yeah. Uh, He's a very good receiver. He's more of the quick, like, juke everybody out, just run around him. Sort of like a mini Tyreek Hill. I mean, he does make incredible uh, catches, like the one last week, even though it wasn't really a catch. I mean, it was still a huge play. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like you said, A.J. Brown, definitely the most notable name on this receiving core. I would argue probably the biggest, most important, most impactful trade of the entire offseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't think so because we had a bunch of quarterbacks that moved around and a bunch of other big name players. But I mean, AJ Brown moving to the Eagles really catapulted them to be where they are now. And he's been such a threat to everyone around him. Um, like his numbers are insane. He had almost 1,500 yards receiving he was like four yards short um he's like it's incredible that you you can do that anymore like he's fantastic i think that he will be a difference maker in this game whether or not they'll come out on top i don't know stay tuned to the end stay tuned to the end to find out but like when he was in uh tennessee he was he was a good receiver but he wasn't exploding like this maybe because ryan Tannehill was his quarterback not to the level of uh jalen hurts maybe because they had derrick henry on their team so he was kind of shadowed or he was kind of in derrick henry's shadow and derrick henry would just run the ball for 500 yards a game and they didn't need him to do good now they bring him here he is the star there and they just let him cook and he is cooking and he yes. is one of the best receivers on football i don't think they're not here if they don't trade for aj brown this offseason i 100 percent agree with that yeah not taking anything away from the rest of the team but he has been a huge difference maker for sure yeah 
Next order of business. Oh, it's the Eagles defense. Eagles defense, man. Very good defense, we will say. Again, different than the Chiefs. The Chiefs mindset is kind of like let Mahomes, <laughs> yeah, let Mahomes cook and uh, let him outscore him. The Eagles is a very balanced, very just good all around team. Yeah. I mean, their offensive line is great. I don't think we have a slide for their offensive line, but their offensive line is one of the better O lines in the league. Um, and their defense is one of the better defenses in the league. Uh, individually on their defense, Hassan Reddick, great defensive end. He was the linebacker, defensive end, kind of like Micah Parsons, kind of yeah. like plays both. But look, he was on the Panthers last season. And uh, he was a free agent, and I was like, there is zero chance that we re-sign him. I just know we, we don't have the money to do it. And I don't know if he's going to want to come back here because we weren't good. Still not great, but whatever. And the Eagles wanted him, and they were willing to pay more money, and it's his hometown. And I'm like, okay, he's obviously going to go there. Goes there and explodes. I mean, 15 and a half sacks, two huge sacks last week, a forced fumble, I mean, you don't want to see it, but took Brock Purdy out of the game. Yeah. I mean, he's been a difference maker for that defense. But not only him, their whole defensive line has around double-digit sacks. Their defensive line is just gets to the quarterback every game. They have so many sacks as a team. And yet their corners fly to the football, too. They got Darius Slay, mm-hmm. one of the better corners in the league. They got James Bradbury, I believe. Who, uh, former Panthers corner, still a lockdown corner. I mean, they got two lockdown corners, great D-line. Their linebackers are good. I mean, their defense is a very, very scary. Yeah. I mean, ending the regular season, their defense was ranked eighth in the league going into the playoffs. They were ranked all the way up to second. Um, their defense is really good. Obviously, it was only behind that of the 49ers, uh, who they inevitably knocked out of the playoffs. Scoring 31 points on, might I add. So, this Eagles defense is no joke. It'll be, in my opinion, a lot of fun to see them go up against the Chiefs' high-powered offense. Um, I think we're going to be in for a really good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the starts of this defense were on the same Eagles team back like... 2017. Yeah, like Brandon Graham, who had the strip sack at the very end, Fletcher Cox. Like, a lot of this D-line, the pieces on the D-line, obviously Hassan Reddick isn't he's right. new but like it's gonna be interesting to see how their defense does i i really like their defense i agree before we get into our individual player analysis let's hear a word from one of our sponsors get ahead of the game by reserving your valentine's day flowers today prince Flores in canton is now accepting reservations for roses and custom bouquets so that you can be the hero when the big day arrives avoid the stress of last minute shopping and make sure your special someone knows how much they mean to you place place your order at plint PrinceFlorist.com. That's P-R-I-N-T-Z Florist.com. Yeah. Make sure you click the link in our bio so they know that we sent you over there. Cool. So yeah, one of the... So we talked about each team as a whole. One of the individual... The battles individually, I guess we can say. We'll talk about those now. So one of the bigger storylines for the Super Bowl is it is the Kelsey Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now what do you mean by that? Travis Kelsey, obviously we know like the best tight end in football. If I mean if he has a couple more seasons like this, you can start talking about him as one of the best tight ends ever. I mean, yeah. he is that good. Uh going up against his brother, Jason Kelsey, who is another superstar player, center for the Eagles. Um Yeah, yeah it's gonna be the first time brothers have faced off in the Super Bowl. It's 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 fun. It's fun to see. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, at the end of the game how, oh, yeah. how it is because obviously right if it was just one of them the other would be in attendance for this game and they'd be rooting for their brother to win and then they'd celebrate when that happens but now you know one of them is going to win the Super Bowl and one of them is going to lose the Super Bowl and so it's going to be this mixture of like you know, I'm really happy for you that you won the Super Bowl but I lost. I lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, there's a video of because the Eagles won the NFC Championship, and then the AFC Championship was after that. So after the Eagles won, uh, Jason Kelsey put on like a, a Chiefs hoodie or something like that and was watching the game. And then the second that the Chiefs game ended, he took the uh, the hoodie off and put the Eagles one back on, and he's like, "All right, it's it's back to this for two weeks." So like, 
they're he, he they obviously they root for each other whenever they're not playing and now they're in the highest stakes they said oh our mom can't lose i mean yeah but your mom also no matter what wins and no matter what loses because <laughs> one of her sons is gonna lose but right. personally i mean i could be completely wrong on this but i think if the eagles win i don't think travis kelsey will be a good sport about it to his brother at the end the moment i think he's gonna be upset sure he might go up and be like oh congrats but he's gonna seem really upset like he seems like the type of guy to me again i could be completely wrong i could just be rambling on about nothing but i to me it seems like he'd be like the poor sport about it he'd be like like he'd be more mad if the now if the chiefs win i think jason kelsey yeah it hurts but he's gonna be really excited for his brother if it's yeah. the other if it's reversed I don't know if he's excited for his brother. I heard another thing too that um, I think it's Jason Kelsey's. Is it Jason Kelsey? Yeah, is it Jason, center, yeah, yeah. Um, I think his wife is pregnant and also going to the game. Yeah, and so, the, but like, she's like super Kelsey late trimester. Like mm-hmm. she might give birth during the Super Bowl, which would be the ultimate script. <laughs> the writing super the Kelsey Bowl. Bowl. Super, yeah. super Kelsey Bowl. Yeah, where they wouldn't have enough tickets to support the new baby. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's not like it's like some role players brothers who like and they don't play like or one of the guys is like Amon Ross St. Brown and the other guy is Equinemius St. Yeah. Brown it's two star level players so that's what makes it even right. more just like fun. has Jason Kelsey ever won a Super Bowl was he on the Eagles when uh I'm assuming they won that one I I, I, I want to know that now I do too that's the pro- perks of having these computers here now Jason Kelsey Super Bowl ring question mark <laughs> it's a yeah um Let's see. Uh, oh, I think he did. Yes. Yeah, he did. He did. Because he was the that's one. Good. That's right, because he was the one that had all that weird. He dressed up really weird at their Super Bowl parade. Oh, no. Um, he, he dressed up like a weird, like, it was it was, it was was funny, but yeah. So okay. he did win one. Okay, so that makes me feel a lot better one. because I was like, you know, I know that Travis Kelsey has won a ring and I know that he's been to a number of Super Bowls, um, but... You know, if Jason Kelsey's never won one, it's like, I mean, I, I almost want to root for him to win one because it's like, you know, I, I kind of want them both to have one instead of just one. But since they both have one, all bets are off. They both have a ring is what it is. Who's gonna, it's bragging rights, man. It is. It is bragging rights. Ultimate bragging rights. The highest stage. All right. The next one. We got the coaches. We got Andy Reid, who becomes the first coach in history. There's a lot of storylines. The first coach in history to coach against his former team in the Super Bowl. Yeah, which is, I mean, great for him, I guess. I mean, he's one of the best coaches to ever do it, realistically. I've seen a lot of of things recently that's like, you know, if Andy Reid doesn't win this Super Bowl, his legacy will take, you know, quote, a hit. No. And I'm like, that's just not true. Yeah. Because he's one of the best coaches to ever do it. He's already won himself a Super Bowl. Uh, You know, he's one of the winningest coaches ever. Like, he not ever. But, like, he wins all the time. Like, he doesn't have losing seasons. That's just how it is for Andy Reid. Um, so I feel like that's just not true. His legacy is intact. He could lose every game from here on out and retire, and he'd still be one of the best to ever do it. Um, and he's obviously been in this situation before. He's been in, I want to say, four Super Bowls. Uh, he was on the losing end of one while he was with the Eagles. He won one with the Chiefs, lost against the Buccaneers, and now this is his fourth one. Nick Sirianni, this is his first year as the Eagles head coach um you know crazy time to be here in your first year man this is the biggest stage in the world and you're already here well no he's been a coach last year I think he was was his first season oh was it okay I think you're right about that okay it wasn't Doug Peterson last year yeah yeah so this is the second year that's still very impressive Uh, you're already here in the biggest stage at the Super Bowl um yeah I mean they're very fantastic Nick Sirianni even though he doesn't have the legacy of Andy Reid yet Obviously, he's could, very could good get there for he sure. Could get there. I mean, they made it all the way to the playoffs last year. Came up a little short this year. They're all the way here at the Super Bowl. Could end up winning it. We'll see. Obviously, very, very well coaching coaches. I don't know how to. Yeah, how to I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, they're good game plan. They good strategy. Yeah, they're they're both great coaches, and I think it really shows how important coaching is. I mean, you have a lot of teams that have good players around them, like the Broncos this season, and yet they have a coach like Nathaniel Hackett, and they were a joke. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of teams that they could be good, but they have such a terrible coach that it's like, well, they're not going to win games. And then you have some teams that don't have a lot of talent, like the Giants, but they have a coach like Brian Dable, 
and they go to the divisional round of the playoffs. So coaching really makes a difference, and this is an example. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Next up here, I think, is the running backs. Running backs, man. So, you know, obviously, if you were to just look at their numbers, you'd probably say that Miles Sanders was a lot better. I mean, Miles Sanders played the whole year. He did very well. He had uh, 1,200 rushing yards this year. Isaiah Pacheco, on the other hand, only had 830. But he's had 730 of those since week 10. So he's really been picking it up in these last couple weeks. He obviously isn't like the number one guy on the Chiefs. But in my opinion, he's like the speedy guy. He's the guy that's going to get it done. Mm -hmm. Debbie, I'm just looking at the screen. Like, I just... I'm just admiring how how good this this the screen looks. So props to Debbie for that one. But uh, yeah, first of all, shout out <laughs> shout out to the Big Ten. Yeah, Miles Sanders out of uh, Penn State and Isaiah Pacheco out of Rutgers. So Big Ten running backs making appearances in Super Bowls. Hey man, the best conference, SEC. SEC. Don't talk to me. Take a hike, man. <laughs> Big Ten is here to stay. Yeah, but. Isaiah Pacheco, rookie running back this season, really burst onto the scene as of late. I mean, it started off this season as Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and then it was him, and then there was like that really weird stretch where it was just Jarek McKinnon, and he got like 11 touchdowns in like a week. Yeah. It wasn't, but like that's what it seemed like. He was scoring like every game. And then lately it's turned back into Pacheco, where he just, he's, he's turned it up a notch in the playoffs. I mean, his run against... Was it the Jaguars? What, yes. Yes, where he just literally, like, he bounced. He ran up the middle, and it was stuffed, but he bounced to the left. Dude, he took that thing, and he just put his head down and, like, took off. I mean, he, both of these running backs are a lot of fun to watch. Pacheco, yeah. I think, is a lot more speedy. He's that more elusive guy. Well, Maya Sanders really is a uh, is a uh, product of just good uh good offensive line yeah and he gets a lot of holes i'm not saying he's not good he's still a great running back but but when your offensive line's making the space for you it's right. really easy to burst through that yeah well, i think i could get through some of those holes i could put about a 500 yards up with that <laughs> offensive line in a year come on but yeah it should be i mean there's so many star players so many there's a lot of just firepower in this game yeah. on the sidelines on during the game storylines yeah yeah so finally here we are. Final pick em. Who we The final pick of the year. Um, and unless we're going to change the rules where... We are not. We are not going I get 10,000 points if I get this right. I am... I'm going to a Waffle House after this. But that's okay. As long as I get this one right. Um, so, without further ado, I have been voluntold to pick first. So... I have no idea. I, I think I have an idea who you're picking. I... Do I think that this team will win? You say this every week. You pick every <laughs> single game with your heart, bro. Do I think this team will win? I think that they do stand a legitimate chance. But he doesn't. But, but he, do yeah. I think that on paper, they're the better team? I don't. But I want them to win. I, and you know what? My pick them doesn't matter anymore because I, I'm spending a time it's in Waffle House anyway. So may as well pick with my heart. I am going with the Kansas City Chiefs. To win the Super Bowl. Wow. I am so, shocked, man. So shocked. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Who could have foreseen this? I mean, this is a very tough game to pick. I mean, we've said it for the last couple games of the playoffs, but this one is a very 50-50 game. I mean, if it was like like the last couple Super Bowls, I mean, you got the Bengals and the Rams. The Rams were favored by a decent amount in that game because the Bengals, I mean, they just made that magical run, mm -hmm. but the Rams were just dominant all season. It's like... This game, you got the two one seeds. You got the one seed in the AFC, the one seed in the NFC. But looking at it in the last couple of years, historically, defenses have been huge. Offensive matter, offenses do matter, but defenses come up huge in Super Bowls. You got last season, you got the, the Rams. Better defense than the Bengals. Their defense won them the game with that stop yep. at the very end. You got the Buccaneers versus the Chiefs. The Buccaneers defense was all over Mahomes that game. Mahomes couldn't do anything. Um, you got uh the pan the Panthers versus Broncos Super Bowl. Panthers were the best offense in the league that year. Broncos were the best defense. Broncos defense manhandled. I mean, defenses matter a lot in the Super Bowl. I I think that the Eagles offense 
is better than the Chiefs offense right now. I mean, their receivers are better. Their running backs are pretty similar. Their offensive line is much better. And their defense is a lot better. And defenses are what win Super Bowls, in my opinion. So aside from just the offense, I think the defense is there too. I'm picking Eagles in this game. Yeah. It, it should be a, lot, a really good game, but I think the defense is a huge factor in this game. Ultimately, wins on the game. Hey, we'll see, man. I, I'm coming at this as a football fan. Oh, 100%. My, my team I would not really be upset if the Chiefs win. I will be rooting for the Eagles because yeah. I'd like to see it. I mean, it's a lot of young guys on that team, but I, I wouldn't be upset. If it's a good game, it's all, it's all I can ask for. I really want to see it entertain. I mean, the last couple of seasons you got, I don't know, I guess, last season was a great Super Bowl. I'm hoping for another one like that this year. Yeah. Maybe even better. Yeah. Maybe we can test out the new overtime rules. Do you know how awesome that would be? Oh, that would be so good. The new good. playoff overtime rules in the Super Bowl between... Yeah. That would be best teams. Just looking for a good game, man. 100%. Looking for a good game. Well, uh, what, what's your pick for Super Bowl MVP? Super Bowl MVP. Well, obviously, oh yeah, I have yeah. the Chiefs winning. Probably Mahomes. So that'll probably end up being Mahomes. Yeah, I could see a lot of guys winning it for if the Eagles win. I think if their defense plays like has an impact, like I think they will. I think it could easily be Hassan Reddick. Yep. If he gets a couple sacks and maybe a strip sack, he can easily win it for them. I think Jalen Hurts is probably the favorite if if the Eagles were to win, and you can throw AJ Brown AJ Brown mix. in the mix. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It should be a really good game, and it's sad that season's over, but we have this we have this game to look forward to. It should be a really good game. Yeah, but now before we get out of here, before we close our final pick'em of the year, before our last recap of the year, um. Now that sports betting is legal in almost every part of the nation, we do not endorse <laughs> sports betting. No, we here. do not. We do not endorse <laughs> sports betting. But there are a couple of interesting things that you can bet on in the Super Bowl. You oh, can literally bet yeah, on yeah, yeah. everything. Anything. And it's, so it's funny. I have a couple of a couple of things here that are on the line and a couple that I made up that I think <laughs> will be a little fun. So I got uh let's see, do I have five? No, I have four questions here, okay? And are we getting everyone involved here, Debbie? Yeah. We're getting the whole squad involved Minus here. Minus Sue Ellen. Minus Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen so, is not here. Rip Sue Ellen. Up first, one of the lines that could be picked. Do you guys think under or over two minutes for the national anthem. Dude, you know what is so weird? You know what is so weird is I know that's a real line. Yeah. Because I'm I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see like so many like way too many uh like videos. They're like, "Hey, if you're betting, this is why this like the over or the under will, will definitely hit on the national anthem." And they're like, "Give the stats." And you're like, "So I think this year it's a country singer?" Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, "So last if you look at the stats for the last time country singer sang, they 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 averaged it out at this long, and if you look at this guy's songs, they average this many minutes. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, huh, like it's interesting. Like it's it's funny how people like find this stuff. Yeah. And based on the videos I've seen, I mean, I'm not betting. I'm not even allowed. I'm 16, almost 17 years old. But <laughs> um, based on the videos I've seen, it sounds like the over. I I don't really has no idea, but I'm I'm just gonna pick the over because they always are stupid long and it's dumb. But the over. Over? How about you, producers? What are we talking about back here? Um, so, Caden had the over. Yeah. Two minutes, you said? Is yeah. it two or is it like 220? I think the line is two. Okay. Because that's how, that's how long the national anthem is, is two. Mm. I don't want to pick first. Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead? I'm going to have to pick over two minutes. Over two minutes? You got any reasoning yeah. for that there, Margaret? No, I just feel like it's going to be over two minutes. I mean... <laughs> Just a feeling? Yeah, just a feeling. Yeah. Like, imagine being, like, someone, and you're like, yo, I'm going to bet, like, 175K on the over for the national anthem. Like, that is, is all this, luck. That's not nothing. That's, nah. Is this just the singing part, or yeah, is this, yeah. like, the whole... Okay. The whole the whole thing from, oh, say, I think it's gonna, I think it's going to be over two minutes. Um, oh, I mean, say. it's a pretty big... I mean, every Super Bowl is big. Obviously, it's the two best teams in the league. But I don't know. This this Super Bowl just seems pretty 
pretty lit. Like, I think everyone's going to be really excited. So either that'll mean they'll rush it, or but they're not going to rush it. So I think it's going to be over two minutes. I'm going to take the over. Take the over. Everyone's going with the over. Oh, yeah, I'm going over as well. Yeah, I mean, we're all I, over? Okay. Yeah, I saw Chris Stapleton is singing it. Yeah. She's apparently some country singer. Let me just... So, sounds like... Yeah, country songs, they're slow. They're like, oh, trucks, oh, <laughs> you know, country, uh, yeah. America. So, right. it's going to be a long song. It, I think it'll be over. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. All right, here's one that I don't think... Wait, 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 wait. Okay, never mind. We're waiting. Okay, I'm just, I just, I was just curious to see because I've never thought about this before. I don't know why I would have. Um, <laughs> the last, the national anthem has gone over two minutes in this in seven of the last ten Super Bowls. So I feel like we all have a pretty good chance. It's over two yeah. minutes in the last seven of ten. So hey, you're providing the right. money when we if we hit, right? I am not your bookie. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here's one that I don't think is a line, but I think that it's a real question that needs asked for everyone everywhere. Yeah. And one that definitely needs answered, in my opinion. Does Gronk make the kick of destiny? <laughs> what? You don't know the kick of destiny? I, I feel really like out of the loop here. I feel like I'm. I should know that. You haven't seen I feel the like commercials. You should have prepped us before you asked them. What, what? What are you talking about? So there's these commercials. I'm sure that all of you, the viewers who watch any football at all, have seen <laughs> these commercials. It, I think I have. Rob Gronkowski is like chilling somewhere, and he gets this call, and it's. From yes. FanDuel. I did see this. And one. they're like, yes. Gronk, we want you to make the kick of destiny at the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't kick, I catch. He's like, no, 35 yards, kick of destiny. If you make it, everyone wins. And he's like, I'm going to have to call Vinatieri. And then they have this whole training montage where Adam Vinatieri is teaching him to kick. You haven't seen any of these? No. How have you? Man, how have you not Kaden seen just, any oh, of these? Kaden man? has red zone, right? So do not, you, do you get that? During the playoffs, though. Have they showed it during the playoffs? Yeah. What? Yeah, man. Bro. No way. I'm, I'm looking this up. Kaden you guys, just you doesn't want to talk. So is just it, doesn't is watch it, football. Is he kicking it? So is it, will he make it or not? Or yeah. Will, will he make the kick of destiny? So he's actually doing this at yeah. the Super Bowl. And people bet Was it going to be like something? a halftime thing or what? I assume. I don't know. That'd be fun to watch. I think he can make it. It is a thing. Where have I been? I don't know. He's going to make it. I, I take I take that. He's going to make 35 it. 35 yards. Yeah, I can make a 35-yard field goal. That's what I... He's Gronk. Come on. Yeah, right. here's man. my say on it. it. Does he have like a, a, a line blitzing? Is it just a kick? No, it's just someone holding the ball and he yeah, just probably the little holding tee. Probably okay. not even anyone holding it for him. I have no football experience. I never have played football. I've never played soccer. I've never done any of that. And after one of my brother's football games, <laughs> me, me and my other brother went down on the field and we were kicking field goals. He was my holder, and I was literally Justin Tucker, and I was booting those things from like 25 yards, and I was making them. I see no way that. An actual NFL player can miss. I mean, I think he'll make it. A Cowboys kicker, bro. Oh, well, like, yeah, but that's literally not, that's fair. to do that. that that's fair. And but he like, could he, make it from, I don't know what was his. That, that is fair. Brent Maher didn't miss, but I, I think he can make it. I think he makes it. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yes. I think he can make it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're all agreeing again. I can't believe I haven't heard of that. I can't believe you haven't heard the kick of Destiny. Awesome. What do you got? You got if he makes it? Oh, he definitely okay, makes it. It's 35 yards. Come Man, on. we're just agreeing all these. Someone has to disagree. Come on. All right. I think this one might. All right, my pull, my pull is some disagreement. So, obviously, you know the Super Bowl is one of the biggest events ever. So many people watch, and a lot of people don't even watch for the game. A lot of people watch for the commercials, <laughs> and true. there are obviously a lot of that. really right. good commercials. One yeah. of my favorite of all time, obviously Caden's least favorite Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty. There was <laughs> a commercial for Mountain Dew. And it was the puppy monkey baby. Yes. Okay, that was one of the best commercials that has ever been created. And that was one of the more funny ones. There's a lot of funny commercials during the Super Bowl. Here's the line. This okay. isn't actual bet. I made this one up. I make the line here. I mean, it's going to be a good one. Okay. Under over six and a half funny commercials. Hmm. The whole thing. Okay, like what's based off funny? Like what Not I gotta be funny. What I find funny. It's got to be funny. Or like what the world finds funny. It's got to be funny. Like if we're sitting together and we're like, that's a funny commercial. That's a funny commercial right there. Hmm. That is tough. Uh, Margaret, you go first. I think I'm going to have to say under. Under. Okay. There's yeah. the, there's an under there. What are you thinking, Debbie? I'm trying to just remember like the last Super Bowls that I've watched and how many I actually thought were funny. I don't remember many last Super Bowl that I was like... I remember some of them. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. You said six and a half? Yeah. And you said under. Yeah, I said under. 
Wait, uh, how do you get a half? No, it's, like, it's because it, that's it, the it's line. Take, okay, okay. Because you can't but get then a half. If it's six, break. then that's the under. Um, seven, okay. over. I'm gonna take. I'm just gonna take the under. I don't mm -hmm. think they'll be that much better at script writing. I mean, the more that I think about it, I don't. With the way that like society kind of is now, you gotta really watch what whoa, you say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. no, no. You gotta like really watch it, or else you're gonna get like canceled or like like things like you you gotta make sure things are like pg not yeah like PG, you can't be too raunchy with things or else you're gonna get in a lot of trouble so i think that really takes away potential of some commercials well, yeah it depends on like are we talking about like gut busting you know like it takes away potential slasher, so i'm gonna stay under like, i'm saying under as well yeah or is it gonna be like you know oh that was that was cool that was cheeky that was I'm yeah. cheeky. You know? No, I'm gonna take the over on hey. this. I'm gonna take the over. Really? I, I don't remember watching like seven I funny feel like, commercials. I feel like during the yeah. Super Bowl, people really go all out, right? You get like 30 seconds for $10 million, and so right. you wanna make your commercial as memorable as possible. And you're not gonna do that by doing the same commercial you do every year with Whopper, 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 <laughs> Whopper. Like, you're just not gonna do no, that. No, you're gonna see that. Not gonna, I mean, we're gonna see that one for sure. <laughs> but like, you're not gonna get yeah, that's such a meme. I have to do it now. But you're oh, not yes. going to get that recognition. Like, I still remember that Puppy Monkey Baby commercial from all those years ago now. I couldn't yeah. tell you it was from Mountain Dew, though. And it was from you Mountain couldn't? Dew. Like, I can tell you that because yeah. it's memorable. And so I'm going to go over. So many people watch. I'm going to go over six and a half. Okay. All right. All right. For my last one. The last one here. There is... We're going to be keeping track of these. Oh, yeah. We're keeping we're track. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Monday, Monday recap episode. We're going to have to go over at yep, the end. Yeah, 100%. So... Apparently, our first lady, Joe Biden, is a very big Eagles fan. Oh. Didn't know this, but apparently she grew up in Philadelphia, and so she is an Eagles fan and will be in attendance for this Super Bowl. Here's the line. Is it a real line? No, this is my line. I am the line maker. I am the book. <laughs> More than half of these were just Austin. I Austin am Vegas. I am Vegas. Here's the line. Three and a half times over the course of the game that they show a shot of Jill Biden. Ooh. What was it? Three and a half? Three and a half. Under, That's over. good. Under. Under? under? Yeah. <sighs> I don't think... No. I mean, you got... No. Under. It's three just, and a half? Three and a half. That's I'm a lot. Under. I don't know. I No reason over. why. I'm just saying under. <laughs> There's no... I mean, you can't really think like, oh, if you think about this... If you think, no, it's all luck. I'm I mean, she's not doing any like... Right. Not I mean, giving a speech or anything, so it wouldn't be like flashing to the right. audience. I mean, the flashing they, back they, should, they would show the GM in the press box more right. than her. I mean, she's just a fan. Yeah, she's she'll, they'll show her once, maybe twice, maybe three times, three and a half. That means they have to show her four times. Yeah, there's no way. I I could see like two times, like maybe they make a touchdown and then like after that they show her celebration. It shows her like woo, right? And then that's, that's about it. Yeah, what about that? So I'll take I'll take under. We have to take under as well. Man. I agree with Caden. You need one. to make yeah. these like. I'm going closer. with the over. I really, <laughs> you really, I really think. think that they have that they probably have like a scheduled two times that they're going to show her. Yeah. Right, and like they're going to show her at some point in the beginning. They're going to show her at some point during the game, and that's what they're going to do. And then there's going to be like the Eagles score, and she's celebrating. Okay, cut to Joe Biden. There's the three. Okay, and then like towards the end of the game, if they win, or if there's a big play, or even if the Chiefs win and she does something, there's our four. I think I think that the over is going to okay. I could see that if Joe Biden showed up because yeah, it's the president yeah, of the United yeah. States. That's I'm a little bit that. different. If it's the first lady. I mean, yeah, it's still like the first lady, but still. Yeah, I agree with that, Keegan or er, Debbie. <laughs> JK. Uh, not that. <laughs> Debbie is the name. <laughs> yeah. Um. One more. I am a little upset that you didn't mention. This is a real one. People do bet on this like crazy. What color will the Gatorade be? The winning coach because obviously Ooh, whoever wins that's they, good. they get the Gatorade dumped on that yeah, and that's good. like I mean that's a one that it's bet on every year like it's right like that's probably the most bet on random Super Bowl thing and like I think the favorite is orange and then there's blue I think yellow is the favorite oh really for this year yeah I did not know that I personally am going with blue that's just me I think I mean blue don't ask me why I know this but blue has won the last two and. The Gatorade colors uh, historically has been a uh, it's been streaks. So like a, a one color will be the same for like four years in a row, and I think they're gonna go with the trend and it's gonna be blue. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> I'm gonna it's go. It's been none for actually 
a little it was bit, clear yeah. for a long time it wasn't none it was just clear i think it was water yeah just water i'm gonna go or with something else yellow I, I saw this whole thing about how it was yellow when the eagles won their divisional game their nfc championship game and when andy reed was on the eagles when they won their big games it was yellow and when the chiefs won their super bowl it was yellow and so i think that both teams might have yellow gatorade on their sideline and you know so i'm gonna go with yellow for this one yeah i saw a similar thing that austin was talking about so i'm gonna have to go yellow too oh you debbie i'm just i'm looking at they're trying to look at the trends, right now. but it doesn't. It doesn't happen. It's, <laughs> it's, the it's another one of those stupid so things. It doesn't require that much thinking. Well, just... so I, I think it does though, because like, doesn't that like mean what the? I guess I don't know who puts the Gatorade in the, uh, in the container, but if it was like, I mean, the they might Eagles have multiple. Ca- they... they might have multiple coolers. Yeah, that's true, true. Actually, um, hey man, I'm gonna go blue. Hey, me and you together. Blue. I didn't even know that's what you picked. I honestly just pulled out a random. So no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not hating on you. But yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a else? good one. I like that one. That's that's pretty that's funny. Thanks, man. Cool, cool. All right. <laughs> so yeah, there's our Super Bowl predictions, as well as you know a little bit of the betting lines as well. Even if I am Vegas now and came up with my own, um, <laughs> it should be a fantastic game. Be sure to tune in on February twelfth to watch the Super Bowl, and then. February 13th to watch our recap of the biggest game in the NFL. Which will be episode 50, by the way. It will be. That'll be a big episode for us. Episode 50. And then Very we got to gear into the offseason where we got to actually like... Do Waffle House. Right. Where we do Waffle House, but we also like don't have the content given to us. We got to like... We have to create the content. We gotta, it's going to be tough. <laughs> we get to write the NFL script from now on. No, not the case. It's not scripted, guys. Uh, we're being paid to say that, of course. Uh, no, uh, give me that money because I have not been seeing it. <laughs> Where are you getting that? It's all for this. I'm making zero dollars. Exactly. All right, so there's our Super Bowl pickums. We look forward to seeing you all in the recap episode. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs> <laughs>